Joe presents Boys Don't Cry with Russell Kane, together with ASOS. Hello and welcome to Boys Don't Cry with me, Russell Kane, the one that looks like Nick Grimshaw but isn't, because I'm slightly more camp. Um, it's the show where I get two blokes together and force them to talk about the stuff men wouldn't normally talk about. If you're looking for... Listen, there is a place for the woolly men's group and we need to talk about male mental health and we need to have a revolution in how men talk about those feelings. Listen, all those things are totally necessary. This is not that place. This is a spiky, awkward place where I have subjects thrust upon you. It might be funny. It might be awkward. It might be revelatory. It might be deep. We might go to places that are uncomfortable, but ultimately there's nowhere else quite like it. We've talked about things, I don't know, height, body hair, wanking, porn, suicide, depression, disability, you name it. I want to know what men really think. Not, and what annoys me at the moment is there's become a thing, a persona men have to adopt. For example, you know, not all men want to pull and just, you know, go shagging when they're on holiday. There are some men like me that are more sensitive. That is now a script that men lyingly perform, even though every single one of them <laughs> want to fuck everything that moves. <laughs> so I'm interested in getting to the truth of what's really underneath. Uh, we've got some great guests today. It's actor, comedian and impressionist Luke Kempner. Hello, mate. Love your paintings. Thanks. We've got stand-up uh, <laughs> comedian Steve Bougea. Bouge in the house! Hey! And we've got entrepreneur turned... I, I mean, it says media personality here, but I you're sort of a presenter, a writer... I'm a thing. A, a thing. <laughs> Louisa Zisman. <laughs> and if you don't know her, you will in about an hour's time when you finish listening to this. <laughs> so, there's so many things having you here, Louise. What I love about you is the, the, the role of the lady auditor on this show. Yeah. It, it originally was just to jump in when the blokes start talking shit and making assumptions about what women think, but it's also just to give us the real, honest opinion. So, for example, if we were talking about the classic one, dick length, and and, <laughs> and, and us guys have spent like ten minutes going, you know, most women... Have are, you are, measured them, boy? Yeah. And then, but Louise... <laughs> <laughs> oh, not us. And, um, really? Digging the ruler in. Yeah. <laughs> Shaving cubes for the illusion of length. <laughs> There's yeah. loads of tricks. Um, we, would, we, would there, we would then come to you and go, come on, put us out of misery, what do women really think? But we've done that one, so we won't be doing that. No, but seriously, what do they think? It doesn't matter, does it? It does. Oh. You know, because you don't want it too long. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. you don't want it it's too short. Sure. Yeah, but is length really... <laughs> We, we, if you've got, short, like, a two-inch stubby one, it's still not going to do anything, OK? What about if it was six inches wide and you were just, like, banging <laughs> no, the entrance? Not, what, six, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, you wouldn't want that either. What's I honestly think, like, an average size and, like, a good width is Average perfect. is 6.7 inches in the depends. United Kingdom. Get is in it? there. Six point, six, well, it's about six, and a half, about six and a half is the average in the UK. Okay. Which means a lot of men... Don't worry, Hang on a second. That seems a lot. You just said average length, and now you said it's not that big. Well, I thought average was a bit bigger than that. Your average is <laughs> bigger than the average. What's your average? I know it might take you a while to compile the survey based on data. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't really like measure. Well, I've been married now for like ever. Right. For a few years. Yeah, so you don't need to have sex unless it's for pregnancy now. Yeah, and I've, I've done with babies. I just don't need to have sex anymore. Is it not noise-based? Should it make this noise? <laughs> <laughs> when it flops on the table. <laughs> no, I think you don't want one that's ri that's too big. That is no. not good. You don't want to be saying... It's just not comfortable. Is that I mean, worse than too small? 
Yeah. Okay, that's oh. good. Well, it depends how small. There is... A, there is I know, no, too big is definitely worse than too small, anyone get, I think. Anyone yeah. getting aff- offended, apologies, because I know there are obviously some guys oh, out there... Oh, just don't listen if you're offended. There is a thing called micro-penis, <laughs> which is a genuine ailment. Mm. Which, like you, when you know, it looks like a baby on a... It stays man. like a baby's dick. But the, the one thing I will <laughs> not tolerate... I hate little And bloke. I'm supposed to be backing up male body confidence. The one thing I will not tolerate is massive bollocks, tiny cock. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to... Pro- if, if you've got small Doesn't balls and a small willy... Doesn't that mean you've got chlamydia? No, no, if you've got massive ball, uh, tiny cock, you're either unlucky or you're um, a gorilla. Gorillas <laughs> <laughs> have quite big scrotums and small penises. Really? Yeah. But what, if, but what if you fell for someone and, like, you sort of have that real, like, connection and then you find out they've got a penis that is smaller than you, what you wanted? Well, this is why you should have sex on the first day. Uh-huh. 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 This is what I love don't about Don't take the risk of actually don't, falling for them. Don't take the risk. So, that, yeah. so, girls, if you're listening, that's the message. Well, what, why have, would you Have you, you ever had a guy that? you've really fanc- fancied and it, things have started to happen you're like, oh, my God, he's underhung, and it's just... You know, I, well, I left one day with actually quite a famous radio presenter. So don't, without... Walked out. <laughs> without even giving any biographical details, tell us what happened. Wogan? Was it Wogan? What's so you... you <laughs> Is he dead now? Oh, my God. <laughs> you, were in the throes, you, were in the, you were in the throes of passion, you yanked the boxes down and it was too small. Well, no, like, you know... Fooling around, and I was like, you know, I just can't be bothered with this. Well, because it was because his, his dick was too small. Not just too small, but a bit of that, and a bit of just, you know, I didn't really like him that much. He was annoying, mm. and then he had a small one, and I was like, oh fuck, this, I'm going home. Oh, we're allowed to swear on here. Yeah, you can. Yeah, but that's, but that's, so having a big one, you're like, it's annoying and big one. That's fine. So you can annoying be boring, and a and big dick would sort of balance that out. Yeah. Well, no, because what if you're like boring in bed? Yeah, true. Yeah, you That's can get bored. That's not good. That. You could be a boring person, but then you could be boring person but good in just bed. Boring in bed, you, you mean just like missionary sleep? Just a freak in the sheets? Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, it, I suppose it doesn't matter if you've got a small penis as long as you eat it like a pig going at truffles. <laughs> <laughs> I love truffles. <laughs> My agent did not fully explain what this podcast is about. <laughs> so, well, we tend to have the one silly no, warm up topic, gets, but this, this, warm up, this warm up topic is. I mean, it's, we're, it's right to feel... It's the one thing you can't really change as a man. Height and dick length. You can yeah. go to the gym, you can inject You're steroids... You're quite if short, actually, enough. aren't you? 5'10", 5'10". 6'1", 5'11". Are you? Yeah. Well, why do you stoop your shoulders like that? Because I've got, <laughs> I got myself steamed. <laughs> Straighten your back and put your shoulders back. You should wear your height with pride. Is that better? Like man. that? Yes, much better. Steve, do you feel intimidated by a woman like Louise? Yes, terrified. Talk, You're all stooped why? over. Yes, because it's... Talk us through it, Steve. You know what it was? Genuinely, I was a very small child at school... I was like the smallest in the year, and then I just went through puberty at like sixteen, and then suddenly shot up. But that, like before sixteen, I developed my personality. So my personality <laughs> suits a shorter person, and so now you I'm try bigger. And make so short. yeah, so now my my shoulders go over to sort of. No, you shouldn't that. do that. It makes you look a bit weak and feeble as well. Oh, thank you, Steve. So <laughs> Steve, you... Steve, could you date <laughs> someone? Really it makes you look like a weedy little Phoebe piece of shit. <laughs> but you're actually got a nice stature. Look at your chest. You've got a nice chest. Uh, for listeners, there, Phoebe's just touched. We're just gonna say. Before why Steve cleans his shorts. <laughs> like he just he just went off like a party bottle full of Elm Lee. <laughs> Thank you very much, Lisa. So, so Luke, when you, when you were... Uh, let's just stay on this topic for a bit. It really wasn't supposed to be the topic of today's show, but I get the impression a lot of men are interested. I know a lot of women are interested in what men think about what they think. When you were at school, was it a mix? Was your dressing room separate cubicles or open? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I really think this separate. changes how men think about their dicks. If you had a dressing room, a school PE dressing room, where you couldn't get changed privately, mm. you know where...
where you are on the size chart quite yeah. early on. Why were you all getting naked? Well, to get, to get shower, you had to get showered after rugby yeah. at my oh, school. Oh, really? Yeah you, had to, yeah, you had to have a shower. We didn't have to have showers at my school. Really? I mean, I don't think we did any kind of sport where we got that dirty. Oh, my God. I'm, I just think I'm a scrub owner. <laughs> <laughs> Say that again. I, I, I think, you know, like, you know, with the, with the guys in the change room, you sort of... I just always thought, well, I'm a kid, so surely this isn't forever. You know, so I and never worried, was. like, you know, <laughs> it was. Did you not have the kid in your year who, like, at 13... Oh, uh, yeah, we it did. It was like wool and sausages were tumbling out of her bag. <laughs> we did with a guy called... I'm going to name him, because he'll be proud of this, Nick Drake, uh, and I've not seen him since. But everyone, not I, I the remember, Nick Drake, surely. No, 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 yeah, exactly. But, no, a guy called Nick Drake, and everyone was like... The girls would be like, oh, yeah, do you know Nick Drake's got a massive penis? And you just... We, you, I don't know, I just sort of... You did feel a bit self-conscious about it, but again, you were like, "Well, there's nothing I can do about it." No. So I'm not. I, I probably can't worry about it. My first it. pube was on my chest. How cruel is that? Oh no! If, if hair is going to come anywhere first, why the chest first? Yeah. Mm. That's quite unusual, actually. Well, it's, it's typical of my luck. I went to an all-girls school, so we didn't no. discuss boys' dick size. I went to an all-boys school. That's all we discussed. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Did you snog each other at all-boys school? Um, no, no, you can't when you date no. from behind. You can't kiss. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's no kissing. Do we? Do we? Actually, we didn't get an answer out of you, Louis. There's lots of what, boys listening to this. Going, what is what size? Give us a size range. We don't. Like seven we don't, inches is probably good. We don't want it so big. You've got to take an ibuprofen before sex. Yeah, do you it. don't want to be bleeding. <laughs> no, uh, but, uh, yeah. a, but doesn't it also depend on the female? <laughs> Because well, look, I've had three can... kids, I've got no hope now. Exactly. My family's shot. Both of us like could go out loose. You can all get in there and another break. <laughs> anyway, we've got an answer, lads. Finally, the first woman to say it, seven inches is the answer. As close as you can get to that. Stretch it out, attach weights. <laughs> I know, I remember attaching a Bible to mine and swinging it with string. Now Does I've got that a long, work? No, I've got long, a long weight. I've got a long, thin one. So, it really, it didn't, it didn't really matter. It's like a straw. <laughs> so let's move on to today's subject. What I wanted to talk about was this. Now, you have three unusual men here. We are unusual in that we're all quite verbal. Before we started recording this show today, we're already talking about oh, this and that. Oh, I've got these insecurities. How's your shows going? How's your wife? I'm single. I'm this. I was crying. Very, very unusual. I would say 20% of men emotionally literate talk about their feelings, 80% strong and silent. Here's my problem. Okay. Women tend to be attracted to mysterious, silent, good-looking men in the corner, then moan after about a year because he hasn't told them how he felt. Mm. So how do you find that balance in your life, Steve Bougea? Do you hold back when you're with a girl for the first time how weird and needy you are? I'm only saying nah. that because I'm the same. What well, my tactic is, because I'm not the best looking or, you know, the most charismatic. Oh, so thank down. you, it's part of my charm. Um, I... Um, <laughs> Uh, no, what I do is I just lay it all out on the table really early on. Mm. Like, I go really full-on, slightly weird, and then either they're into it, and then yeah. that's that, or they're like, whoa, no, I think someone a bit more silent. And what I, do you mean, full-on, slightly weird? I'll just tell them that I cry about my dad and stuff <laughs> on the first day, you know, just yeah. like, no, not first date, but no, I will. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I will, like, I will bring it up quite early yeah. on, yeah. yeah What's yeah, wrong yeah. with your dad? I just, um, do you mean, do you mean complicated, complicated relationship or your dad's deceased? Because obviously no, 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 people yeah, aren't familiar with your around. story. We just have a well, that's on you. It's not like not your dad... emotional relationship. Right, so that's even more intense. It's not if, if you had something traumatic happen with your dad, he died of cancer reason, you could understand it, but your dad's alive and you're just simply crying about that, mm. that relationship with him. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And he so was it, an absent dad, was he? No, he, he was, yeah, well, they divorced. But, like, uh, yeah, it was more that we, um, neither of us are good at showing. He's actually, I guess he's the stronger silent type. Right. But I'm strong and silent around him, I guess. Probably. Maybe. Uh, but he wasn't uh, there for you. He was there for me, like, physically. 
<laughs> not like, no, you mean he, he, like, I put my, I put food on the table. I'm yeah, present yeah. in the house. Yeah, like yesterday, like, helped me move house, but uh, we didn't talk about anything other than moving church. Yes, and, and yet, there's a cultural stereotype. People who don't know that your background, your your Maltese, your background. Yeah, there's a cultural stereotype that people from your men from that background are slightly more emotional and display more. Yeah, people yeah, yeah. from like Italian, Maltese, and Spanish culture. But in your case, well, my granddad is like that. Yeah. So his dad, but I reckon my dad like rebelled against that and went the other way, like really conservative and doesn't show his emotions. See, my yeah, dad, so my dad took it. My, my dad's dad was a real angry bastard, and then my dad thought I'm going to be a really angry bastard. Oh, right. and, and then, and then, when I was going, Dad, stop being an angry bastard. He'd go, Well, my dad was like this, you know. And it was like, Well, for me, I'm always like, We well, got to change that. You got to change, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, change yeah. that going forward. Luke, Luke. Luke has is needy. I know. Well, you've smashed right. it. Well done. Luke, smashed you, it. You, yeah. Not needy, but you're, if you're doing the job you're doing, comedian, there is no way on earth you're the strong silent type. No. So you've got to be like, Let's talk a bit feelings now and I know some women find it really irritating. Uh, if, if you so go on annoying. if you go on long enough to like you didn't see you love me at dinner they're just going to want Mr Grey to shove an aubergine <laughs> up them and they're going to leave you <laughs> it's getting that balance right but yet all I've ever ha- heard are my female friends complaining because men didn't say how they feel yeah. but when they get one they can't handle it See, I think I remember when I was younger, sort of like 18 and in a nightclub, that was never sort of my scene. I was never good at just pulling girls on a nightclub floor. No. So I would sort of go, oh, I know what I'll do. I'll chat to them. I'll win them over with my chat. And it never worked. No, it doesn't work. But I would get lots of friends, yeah. but I wouldn't get don't a kiss. Don't you think that works? Not as working... I think it might... I don't know if it's a class thing. I don't know what your background is. But in working class background, I was a weirdo because I could have a conversation. Really? And all my yeah. friends were like, as soon as I finish this speech, I'm going to go and like, talked into bed <laughs> and laughed into bed. Funny gets the Funny gets the fact. It does, mm. don't you? Funny gets the funny. That isn't you're true. That. that isn't it true. It is true. Maybe it's you're not, not that funny then. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> Shake the award camera, Louisa. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm very funny. Funny does sometimes get people into bed, but like not. Not a good hit rate if you're just good looking. But that is a better. Uh, no, see, I don't go for good looking. Well, you let's, say that. Let's, uh, I hold, don't. Let's go to the lady auditor. Help us unpick this. And I know you're again. You're hardly a typical woman. You say you say provocative things about women that most that get women out. Women which, hate which, me. Which but <laughs> not the good Go across all of your female experience, being on all the women you've known. Okay. What's going on here? Why is there this paradox of most women going? He doesn't tell me how he feels. Then when they're with one that does, it's not a turn on. What's yeah, it's happening? Not a turn on when you're, like, a crier or you're needy. But I'm quite testosterone-filled, I'd say. Like, I'm, I like things to be quite straightforward. So I suppose in that respect, I'm quite masculine. But I think that women just... They say that they want it because they want to know what you're thinking. And then when you tell them what you're thinking, it's, like, too much. Right. So you just need to give 5% of what you're thinking. And then I think it would be all right. But it's when... I mean, you lay it all out on the table. I wouldn't... I cry today. Why? I watched a video about um, one of those... It was one of those videos about his son. It's tax returns. It was was when, uh, you know, when someone from the army comes back and surprises their son. And he was all wrapped up in a Christmas box and this little eight-year-old was, like, unwrapping the box and his dad came out and I just, like, lost it. That's a different type of crying. So hang on a second, Louise. If we we were watching a film together, Notebook, and I cried, that would be a turn-off for you. I've never seen The Notebook. Okay, a film, sad (laughs) ending. Marley and me. If we were watching a sad film together, you would... I would laugh at you, yeah. Really? really? Do you not cry at sad films? Sometimes. But I am quite... like I like men to be men. Yeah. Well, emotionless. Like, and do, 
No, not you... emotionless, but I don't want someone crying all the time. But what about like the birth of your child? Uh, was was I didn't cry, my husband did. Uh, how did that make you feel? A divorce. Now. I don't read. Really <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the cost of the private hospital? Or <laughs> 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 well, Mary and Joel's <laughs> staying in for an extra night. <laughs> um, I don't think it, it didn't make me feel anything. I was just right. like, oh, you cried. Like, right. I don't really look that much into things. I think the problem with today is that people look into things too much. Mm. Like, they care too much about stuff that doesn't need to be cared about that much. But, you see, the thing, like, now, I I suffer with, like, anxiety. Everyone bloody Yeah, does. I know, but hang on. But, For um, God's sake. But the thing is, is that, so, and it really, like, you know, it sort of really impacts my life. And if I couldn't talk to my partner, my wife about that, yeah. that would be a turn off for me. Because I, I like, yeah. need to be able to be really open and really, and have her understand. Because I've been with people who don't understand it mm. and sort of go, do you know how your anxiety makes me feel? And I'm like, that's not really my problem right no. now. You know, and it's like, yeah. so for me, I need someone. And does that make me a, does that make me not a man? Does that make me not someone who can protect somebody? I don't know if it, that does make that. No, I don't think it does. I think it's nice that you have that relationship. And it's not that I wouldn't listen to my husband if he had, mm. like, we talk, but he's quite... He's Irish, so I think they're a bit stilted anyway. Mm-hmm. Like, emotionally, they're a Does bit Does he have to speak back. to you through, like, a little wall? Like a- <laughs> <laughs> pull back the curtain, you go, it's time for your confession. <laughs> uh, I had no, a terrible no, day at work. He'll talk to me about that, but he tends to, like, if he stresses out, he just, like, goes into OCD mode and I just ignore him. Mm. I do think there's Lindsay an element of getting on with it as well. I, mean, I think sometimes you make yourself worse by talking about it more. There's a balance. Mm. Well, I think what mm. Louise is saying is sometimes like, there is a balance between sharing, mm. ra- oversharing, ra- and, uh, and, and re-sharing it so that you relive yeah. the anxiety event. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. That's definitely true of me. Yourself mad, right? It's true of me. I can have something that's annoyed. So I say, just to come off of something so provocative, something that might have annoyed me. I can't mm. believe that happened earlier. I'll be wound up, and Lindsay be like, "You ruined the whole day just because we were in a traffic jam." I'm fucking obsessed about it. Mm. Then mm. I'll retell the story of it later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Instead of sharing, I'm like, fucking, actually, he was a total prick, and then <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm back in there yes. through, yeah. over discussing it. I think that's I think what you, you mean. Can, yeah, it's a possibility. I'm not saying you're doing it, but it's a possibility. Do like a once unload and then think in your head, I've unloaded... Let's draw a line and move on. Yeah, but I, but yeah. I think there's, I think there's uh, against that. It's like I, I probably do bottle up a lot of what I'm feeling a lot of the time, um, not in a sort of like a boohoo for me, but like because I, I, I don't want to talk about it. And then like then I'll suddenly be you know have a sort of anxiety uh, attack or something. And like my wife, well, 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 have you not been feeling like this for ages? Can I ask how it manifests itself? Is it physical? Is it is it, is it heart, increased heart rate? Do you sweat? Yeah, it's uh, it's through it. It's uh, <laughs> it, there's not many people that know about it, really, but it's like it's sort of. I, I, I find if I'm in a place where I, I won't be able to get to a toilet quickly, I get really stressed out. Which is because if well, you need a wee, yeah, need a wee or need a shit. Well, and, and that and, stresses you out. Yeah, well, that's and it all came from uh, like I had an argument with my old man, like when my parents got divorced, and like and and it's sort of since then, like, every, and it was at a, a restaurant, and then I couldn't eat in restaurants like three years. 
I and really I'm such a sociable, that. and it's like thing of like, and I'm so I'm not arguing about what against what you're saying, but my my thing is like I think it's good for yeah. guys to be able to talk yeah. about yeah. this yeah. stuff and say, hey man, sometimes I struggle with this stuff, but it doesn't like you, you know, anyone who knows me would not go like you've met me a load of times, you yeah. wouldn't go, oh Luke's a guy that suffers with anxiety yeah, I'm, I'm and he goes support. really dark. Like actually, like I'm a really open, fun, happy, we're never getting that problem. But actually, if I'm on a car journey for forty minutes, like even the fact that I'm coming to support you on tour, yeah, and it's like if. My, my brain you. goes. Yes, that's that's russellcane.co.uk. <laughs> that I will be on Dorking and Swindon. We're just doing a few gigs together. Anyway, it's no big deal. Um, but I'd say tickets available, but there aren't many left. Anyway, <laughs> um, but but it's that thing of like knowing as soon as you said, oh yeah, you're going to one, I was like, great. But my brain was like, oh, will there be a car journey? How will I explain to Russell Kane who I look up no, to? No, no transport provider. Will I be able to say? But will I be able to say to him, oh mate, I don't know if I'm. Gonna, I, I don't know. I'm not really good with car journeys. I might just take a train. What actually. happens on I mean, the car journey? Well, no, well, just I. There's, like, no toilet, there's no toilet, so you get stressed about do, it. Is that because at one point like when you were younger you wet yourself or something yeah, traumatic yeah, happened? Yeah, and so But then it, came, it didn't come for ages. What we do for a living, that's like the worst panic. Mate, <laughs> but we never have access to decent toilets. So we're in random places all the time and all we're doing is long car journeys. Yeah. You pick the, what's the worst job I can do for oh, my mate. anxiety? And that's the thing, it's like, you know, when you're at a festival and you're literally, I'm like, I oh, was there, where's the nearest toilet? And oh yeah, it's 30 minutes across that field. And yeah, you're but like, you've got a willy, you can just whip it out. Well, there is that. No, he doesn't have the length. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't have the length. He has to squat. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you know, but it is that, and it is that. But then also, like for me, it's that that thing of like people go, "Do you get nervous?" I'm like, I actually don't get nervous, but I do get anxiety. But I don't get nervous about going on stage. I love it. But it's the bit before that I'm like, "But you're going to be on stage for 20 minutes, and you might need the toilet. And what are you going to do? Tell the audience you need to go for the toilet. You can't do that." Oh, and then going for so all that strange. stuff. Yeah, have and it's ever... really it's has a massive do, impact. I think I could you to should do stand up about it. Personally, if it were me or Steve, I think we would have done a. I know, and, not, yeah. and I chatted to Felicity Ward, uh, another comedian, who does do stand-up about a similar thing, and uh, and it really sort of... She was saying the same thing. She was like, you, you, should, you should do stand-up about it. And I think I... I Will, uh, but it's taken me, I think, an, uh, a, an amount of time. Like, the, like this year, I did a routine a sort of about my own aftershave would be called Anxiety by Luke Kempner. Oh, yeah. And that's the first time I've sort of really talked about it at all on stage. That's fantastic. Thanks for sharing that. I just want to go back to something um, Louisa said about I do like men to be men. Um, <laughs> because I, at the top, said I suspect there are a lot more men than let on that actually are just do want to go on lads' holidays and shag around, but we feel the need to put out this new beta male front with all this lustiness hidden underneath. So I wonder if the female equivalent is there's a lot of women hiding some more primal urges they might have about <laughs> wanting men to be dominant, dom even in an ironic way. Is it help us to understand... How many women are like, I just, you know, I want to be equal to you, but are secretly thinking... I don't want to be... I want to be equal to men in some ways, but in other ways I don't. I don't think that women and men are meant to be equal with regards to, like, strength. Like, we're so different, and biologically we're so different, and I don't think we should keep trying to compete with men as women, and men should stop trying to compete with women, because we bring our own qualities to the table, and I hate that you almost can't recognise that women have certain qualities and that men have certain qualities, and biologically you will always have those qualities, right? So I don't think that we need to like constantly try and be like, oh, women should be equal to men. Because you get all these women and they're like, I want to be equal to men. And then you go out for dinner and then they want you to pay the bill. Mm. And they want you to open the car door and they want you to pull out their chair for them when they sit down. And I find women quite hypocritical and I think it's really confusing men mm. in, like, today's day and age. Mm. Because 
I just feel like men are kind of like, oh, what the fuck do you want us to be then anymore? Like, we don't know. Mm. Like, are we meant to protect and provide? Are we meant to sit back and let you be the breadwinner and we'll stay at home? Do you want us to offer to pay half the bill? Are we meant to open that door for you? What are we doing anymore? Mm. And women are like, we don't know. <laughs> and it's and it's really bloody confusing. I can only. was like, "What's the answer?" Tell us, Oracle. For myself, but personally, when I say I like men to be men, I like elements of tradition. Yeah. I like chivalrous men. I like people opening the car door for me. Yeah. I really, if I'm out for dinner. If I stand up to go to the toilet, I expect the guy to stand up. Whoa, Luke, Luke oh, definitely no, would. Well. He'd be like, where's the toilet? <laughs> <laughs> I'd already be in the toilet. coming with you. <laughs> Wait, I've not heard that one before. If you go to the toilet... So, say now, if I stood up, if I went like this to stand up, yeah. you, should, you should all stand up. That is mad. Really? Have you never heard that Yeah, before? it's like, that's a, like, no, a, like a Victorian. I remember standing up when Same. teachers came into the classroom. That's the only one... Yeah. But that's I why like should, that. we, should mirror really, your, we should mirror your body language. I really like... I, Did so we stay I standing until you've come back? Went, no, then you sit down. Oh, but okay. <laughs> I had a friend, she went on a date recently, and as she went to sit down... Um, the guy pulled out the chair and she went to sit in the chair and then he sat in the chair and she was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry, because she, she was I expecting him to... Say, you know, when you put your hand on your <laughs> hand and they sit on your hand, you're like, ooh. But, so <laughs> I think that... And I know, that's Lindsay all the time. Yeah. <laughs> just see how, ooh, touch your badge. What do you want, a George or pizza? <laughs> <laughs> but, but do you know what's interesting about that, though, is because, like, you know, we, we, I've been sort of talking about, oh, I don't know, you know, maybe I'm not the, the typical man, but actually I do enjoy being able to pay the bill or I do enjoy... Enjoy being able to open the car door. Isn't that or... a fucked up, confusing is... thing though? It How uncomfortable do you feel saying but that? I like, but I like but being able to. Don't you feel uncomfortable owning that? Yeah, because I do. Like, because I've, some women because would be like, so why mash- are you doing that? Yeah. What, what, I can pull out my own chat. You never know where you stand, right? Yeah. What kind yeah. of woman no, are you true. getting? I think my wife probably... Sorry, mate. But I think my wife probably does sort of go, oh, all right, cheers for pulling the chair. I could do that. But not, like, annoyed at me. She's sort of like, oh, thanks, but you, you didn't need to do that. But it's the thing that's in me to go, well, I better do but, that or I better open a door. Or... But then Lindsay does the same to me, but doesn't a little tiny part of you inside suspect that she might think a little bit like Louise says, but doesn't want to say it because she doesn't want to appear old-fashioned? Because I think... Yeah, I completely. What, I think that's going yeah. on with Lindsay. Because sometimes Lindsay will... She'll open the door or, as we're walking in somewhere, but she's done it slightly too hard. It's like a temper display. Like, okay. I'll open the door and then shut up. And, and afterwards, I was like, oh, sorry, was I supposed to open that for you? No, it's fine. And she, and she looks like it's fine. Yeah, thinking, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is she thinking Maybe that Christian Grey would have, would have probably ripped the door off <laughs> and then shards of grass I mean, I yeah, there's a reason. Why was that book so popular? It's, it's confusing that that book was so well, popular. Because sex is different, isn't it? Sex is... Once you're no, in the bedroom, no. there's a whole different dynamic. I think it taps in. I think that. it taps into a type of masculinity that's mm. been suppressed. So, yeah, like, this is the fantasy film Disney, filthy Disney version. But there's something there that girls aren't getting for a book for a book no, about but, being tied up and choked to be so popular to me is fucking weird. But no. he was... He, oh, sorry. No, but I was going to say, like, there are, women can want certain things in the bedroom, like, to be dominated or all that dirty stuff. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like all that dirty stuff. But also... The white stuff comes out my willy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ashamed of the whole act. Um, but I... <laughs> But they, that doesn't mean they want that in their actual day-to-day life. The bedroom's a very sort of personal kind of central thing, isn't it? Like, yeah. some women like all that sort of dominatrix stuff, mm. but then we'll want just to split the bill, like, beforehand. That's also fine. Mm. I, don't, I don't think sex should be used as a way to judge what women actually no, want. No, no, I'm yeah. saying the... Bo- yeah. I'm, what, what I'm, you, you, 
I think you misunderstand me. I'm saying that that book's popularity was surprising to me mm. because although that book was about sex, it could have been about anything to do with male female relationships, but it surprised me that a book based on power imbalance mm. between men and women, let me put it in that language, was so popular with women. It's either yeah. there's a fantasy that they just enjoy looking at in a totally random way or there's something that's changed in society where girls are getting a buzz out of reading that because... There's less of it in real life anymore. That's what I meant. Maybe. Mm. But maybe there's less of it because media is to blame for portray pushing this whole feminist thing so forward. And actually, that every day I, you're rolling your eyes at me because I said feminist. I really fucking hate feminists. I will not identify mm. as one because I feel like it's gone too far down the road. And I feel like now you can't say. I believe in X, Y, and Z. Like, I believe in page three. I believe that girls should be able to be porn stars. I believe that girls should be able to be page mm. three stars. And you've got feminists, women, telling other women that they shouldn't have the choice to do that. And that's what I don't agree with. But I think they shout the loudest. So the media picks up on this. And actually, the everyday woman that's not like that, that it's just like, yeah, you know what, it's good to be able to do what you want, it's good to be able to have choice, it's good to be able to have a baby and go back to work, we don't want to stay at home in the kitchen, we want to work, we want independence, but at the same time, it's nice to have a man that that is a bit chivalrous, that will open a car door for us, that offers to pay the mm -hmm. bill. If we choose to take them up on that offer, then that's great. But And if we don't, we don't, and that's great too. I think it's just gone too far down a road now of, of man-hating, really. Boys Don't Cry is proud to be sponsored by ASOS Design. It's Russell's go-to brand for the white t-shirt, black jean look he likes to pull off. But ASOS Design has something for everyone. You too can express yourself however you want with clothing that's trend-led and will give you the confidence to push the boat out a little bit and try something new. You don't have to look like Russell if you don't want to. Created by ASOS and styled by you, check out the latest neon get-up or quality everyday staple ASOS Design pieces on asos.com forward slash men. When I got married, uh, we the decision of whether who was going to take each other's name. We we had a, a humanist ceremony, so it was like really you know basically I wrote the whole um, ceremony, so it was really we equal. had lots of different characters. In it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was great. Just imagine if, yeah. if Jeremy Corbyn did this. That's <laughs> 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 weird. David Attenborough turned up. <laughs> what are you doing it? But like, but it was but, but the whole decision of taking the name thing. I was sort of like it was Alana was sort of like oh yeah well we'll, we'll double barrel our names. You'll be McFarlane Kempner, and I was sort of going yeah it's fine. Like you but my take head, her name first. Yeah, well, was, so I'd, my name is now Luke McFarlane Kempner. Is it? You yeah. didn't mention that. Yeah, not for work. <laughs> uh, but my brain, and I've told her this, was going, oh, I'd love it if you took my name. I'd love that. That would mean so much to me. Let's, and why let's is that, stay on this. But why is that... Why? What does that mean? Because my, my, I wanted to go, no, I think it's good, I think it's equal, we should... Why should you take my name? It's ridiculous. It's an old, it's an old sort of system, it's mad. But my brain was going, I'd really like it. I'm, I've got mates who, whose wives have taken their name and, I, and I'm jealous of them. Really? Yeah, Stay. But it's meaningless, isn't it? I don't care. Yeah, like, but you're, I, 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 you're, what I'm saying. Yeah, but if you, if you can you think that. You can think that. If you, that, if you marry, marry a girl called Lisa Smith tomorrow, you, yeah, would you would you become Steve Smith? I mean, I'd be. Would you become Steve Bouget? If she Smith? like was insistent that I take her name, then I'd think about it. But I'd be more inclined just to keep both our names and just. What, have so you a would say Bouget and she is Steve Smith? Yeah, I'd children be called yeah. maybe double barreled. Maybe double barreled or just yeah they can and choose. What, and if your daughter then marries another man, is it quadruple barreled? That's what it's going to be. 
For our kids, it'll in, be like in, Spanish people. In, My name is Juan. <laughs> yeah, but they'll be like Brazilians where you just have to give them one name. No, you're right. There are some practical really reasons why right, you need to decide. Or if they turn into a footballer, very expensive so, so, on the back of the I shirt. I mean, you had, you had a distinct name, but it was, that wasn't your birth name. You were, you're Zisman, but now your married name is Collins, right? Yeah, So, but my Zisman is my ex-husband's name right. oh, that yeah. I've kept. Uh, right. So, so I, my major name's Calazaris, my dad's Greek. And then when I got married first, I changed it to Zisman. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, really excited, actually, to change my name and to become, like, married in a family. Yeah. And I, I always actually really hated my maiden name. But then Zisman's not that much better. But anyway, so I did Zisman. And then when I got married again, I was already in the public eye, so I just kept it. Because yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, Cheryl can't change her name. I'm not going to be able to, am right, I? Right, yeah. So I just left it as Zisman. Um... But I think it, do you not think Sometimes that it, I it Collins, loses so. a bit of your identity by not take by not keeping that that name within your name? Even though I know you said you hated your maiden name, but like for my, for my wife, she was like, "Well, I don't want to lose McFarlane in my name. Yeah, it's my name." There's a bit of Scottish. Oh yeah, she's like, into you that. Yeah. Yeah. Can I be McKenna? I'll cut you. Can I be fucking McKenna? <laughs> oh mate, we had that conversation. McKenna, Scottish Jewish family. Kempenstein. That just yeah. didn't bother me. Yeah. Like, I, but I grew up hating my maiden name, so I was quite happy to get rid of it. Mm. So Lin- Lindsay's mum and dad, Lindsay's dad took the mum's name. Oh, really? So Lin- Lin's, Lindsay's mum was Cole, and her dad was called... But that's you traditional ready? in Italy. It's called... Br- her dad's name was Bruno Pasnichny. <laughs> <laughs> Spelled P Z Y I E is because because his dad's Ukrainian and his his mum's Italian, so Lindsay's got an Italian Ukrainian, and so Yvonne and Bruno got married. But the, it, it was you know you go to the doctors and things like can Mister Pesnitsch she was like yeah, this is yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. So they both became cold for pragmatic oh, reasons. Right. Yeah, well maybe I need to that because my surname is Bujaya. I like love that. I need your to, surname. No, I need to get Very a proper. Sexy. I need to. Well, thank you. <laughs> Steve, <laughs> could you? Russell, what what Russell, Steve, what I'm going to ask you this Bujaya. because it's been put in my ear about five times. Could you have a relationship with a woman like like yes, Louisa? Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, Louisa. Um, no, I, genuinely, I'm, I think I'm attracted to confident women. Um, I just imagine, like, we'd go into the bedroom the next when there'd just be, like, a boner and a trainer and some rags. I'm sorry, I got I don't want to comment. I don't want to comment, on, I don't want to comment on what the sex would be like, but I... Um, Rampant? <laughs> I think one-sided is the main thing. <laughs> I um, no, Jane, I'm very attracted to confident women. Like I, um, I think it's, yeah, I think it's amazing. And like I, uh, I want to be the weaker the partner. I think, um, <laughs> I, I, yeah, a bit more social I won't environment. Be offended. Like if I'm out with my friends or something, I love it if my partner is like dominating and like telling all the funny stories, and I'm just sat there. Yeah, like, yeah, like I love it. That's my favorite thing. But that's a, see now the stereotype of a, a stand-up, particularly a male stand-up. I think a lot of people would be surprised to hear a statement like that come out of your mouth because yeah. I'm getting. I know Luke a bit, and Luke knows me, and we definitely are. Hey, who's who's listening to my funny story at the party? <laughs> We're both like that. But you're not like that. No, I'm not like that at all. I can't. So I mean, how do you, I can't hold how do you reconcile going on stage doing this? To most people, is the scariest job you can mm. imagine. Going on yeah. stage with a microphone to 200 drunk people in December and January and telling them jokes. Um, I've spoken about this before, but I think it's because on stage I just feel like a different person. Like when, I, when I've got a microphone and I'm on stage, I feel like I, I'm, I can own the room and I can talk. You know, I can say whatever I want, and people have to listen. Uh, whereas when I'm a gr- in a group or on a table, I just I just go within myself. Like any more than three people around a table, I just start. I go quiet. Oh, that's so what about cute. if it's all your oldest friends and it's ten of you? 
You... Yeah, but I won't be. I won't be. I'm not. I'm not, not enjoying it. I just yeah. won't hold yeah, court. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm just not holding court, telling anecdotes. Like I and people find it very weird that I'm a comedian because they're you know people who know me from school. Yeah, they're like, yeah. really? You're a comedian? And then they see me on stage. And and like, oh, that's, that's a different. Normally, person. after you've got off stage, this. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but it's funny you say because I, I was saying to Russell before that like my. I'm very much like I have to be constantly sort of entertaining in in that sort of situation yeah. and like but my Scott my wife's family like if I go silent for sort of 20 minutes I get sort of look you're right what's going on <laughs> why, why are you not drinking like, and, it, and it's, yeah. it's such a weird like because I think people are so used to me being like I'm um, like and you've seen me in, in like yeah yeah you're absolutely annoying like, but <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I think socially it you're really like, where's different. the toilet yeah. <laughs> yeah. champagne spray in the toilet girls Everyone into the disabled. Yeah, guys, can we carry on this Luke. conversation in the toilet, please? <laughs> Luke's my best friend with the no spray, no leg guy. <laughs> oh, don't. No, I, don't I am. Think... I'm, I go very quiet in groups, but I saw people expect that, so it doesn't. People don't ever question me for it. Really? Yeah. And what sort? Of, what is your stand-up like? Very. It's funny. funny. <laughs> very self. Very self-deprecatory. Very. Big yeah. Right. I don't. Was, do you like put yourself down and oh, that's all stand up? Yeah. 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 I guess that's I do, British. Yeah. That's British humour more than anything. Yeah. We don't like people go. Hey, everyone. I'm great, and here's my stick. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah do you think work. you all suffer with like depression and shit as well? All stand ups comedians I've ever met, they're all a bit squiffy like Steve's, that. Steve's, just sorry to cut you off, but Steve's Edinburgh show was about his girlfriend leaving him, pretending yeah. she'd left him, and that was a joke that at the end she hadn't, and then at the end she really did. She actually did leave me, so in the process of writing the show. <laughs> no, it was actually nightmare. So I wrote the show in May, and, and it was just a stupid show about, oh, maybe she's going to dump me, and it just had loads of you know, routines in it. Oh, and then no. the ending was, oh, she didn't, and then laugh, laugh, laugh. But then in August she did. So During um, the main run. During the fringe. Oh. And then oh. I've also taken it on tour as well. My management keep adding dates. Um, and I have to keep doing so it. How did you change the ending? Well, the only did way I could you... do it, because I was in such a mess in Edinburgh, I uh, I would just do the show as it was, and the crowd would go, oh, all right, he's fine. And then I'd, they'd, they'd applaud, and then I'd go, oh, by the way, just so you know, um, uh, she has dumped me. And then <laughs> there wasn't really any jokes. The crowd would just go, oh, oh. God, that's so sad. Yeah. And I'd go, anyway, see you, see you next year. Cheers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was pretty yeah, it was But didn't you just, in the end, just keep it that... You just kept it that she hadn't left you? No, no, no. I, pretty much every night I said that she did. Oh, right. Okay. Because I, mean, yeah, that's I like just really felt like a really fraud. Breakup, not, aren't you? Saying it. Yeah, it was like every night Probably I really like had to break up. Probably like therapeutic that helped you get over it, maybe. I don't think so, actually. No, no I think it made it worse. <laughs> <laughs> Can I ask you a question, Louisa? Yeah. So in a, in a situation... Uh, it where, do you know where the toilet is? <laughs> in a situation where there's... Do you know where it is? Do you know There's one downstairs I saw on the way up. But, like, but as, uh, if you were in a situation... And and say there was six of us, and it's a different podcast. Sorry. But like, and, 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 and there's one person that's been particularly dominant, chatting, been really funny. Was that the person that you'd be attracted to, or would you be attracted to the person oh, who's good looking in the him. corner? Would you? Yeah. Listeners, she's just pointed to Steve Bougea, who is now having to think of his football team to suppress an erection. I would. I'd go for like quiet, but chatty more one-on-one -on -one. Yeah. like you know you know my husband Russell he doesn't like do I'm the dominating mm, one mm. and he'd be a lot more quiet than me but I just I wouldn't go for like 
Yeah, if you were life and soul. Because yeah. it's like, I'm the life yeah, and soul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clashes. So you have to go for, like... Oh, and yeah. I'd be drawn to the person that's quiet, because I'd be like, why are you so quiet? Yeah, yeah. I'd be like, it's because of my dad. Oh, God. You just go, I'm so well hung, I can't concentrate. Yeah. <laughs> 7.1 inches packing. <laughs> 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 Those numbers are right, switch it. While we're there, while we're, talk, we're talking about this, like, what draws you to a man in a room, there's a, there's a thing that I think men wrangle with a lot, and you hear some nasty stuff said by men about women uh, is it an age thing is it you just you can't te- you can't necessarily make a rule it depends from woman to woman and i know it's not they don't always come separately but let's pretend for an experiment they do looks and brawn versus wealth what 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 is it about women that enable them to sort of go, do you know what, they get, is it an age thing where they get to a certain age and go, do you know what, it doesn't matter that he looks like the guy that holds the two tyres in the black and white poster. He owns HSBC. And, yeah, yeah, do you, do you know what I mean? This is unfair, because my husband's wealthy and 17 years older than me. <laughs> yeah, this I'm is tw- perfectly fair. Hang on, he knows that. Hang, on, I'm tw- hang on, I'm 12 years older than oh, Lindsay yeah, and she's fair as fuck. <laughs> so, I'm not, listen, this is not, we're not yeah, playing this yeah. game alone here, right? Um... It's never spoken about, and it's very awkward and a horrible conversation, but let's, let's speak about it now, gentlemen. The three gentlemen, if you're just listening, so you don't know what we look like, we're not ugly, but we're not models. We're just average-looking guys ranging from <laughs> five centimetres. Luke's furious with that. Luke's like, I'm look, just look, look, we're not on the ASOS homepage, are we? <laughs> um, no. We're, the B page. We're not ugly. I'm just saying we're yeah, not. Yeah, we're yeah, not. Yeah. We're not. We, we've used we're personality to Paul. Right? You're like normal-looking guys. Normal. We're, guys, we're boys next door. I'm Lily Lernison thing. I thought it was a good-looking guy. But let's just say... We, <laughs> le- <laughs> I don't think you're unattractive, but I don't Sorry, go this for, was not like... The conversation, I wouldn't go for, like, a David Gandhi. I've never, ever yeah. been out with a guy that's really good-looking, What's ever. more of a turn-on to most of the women you know? Power or looks? Let's stop, power. Let's stop power. dancing around this subject. Power but does power looks. mean wealth? What do you mean power? And uh, could, sometimes power does mean wealth because I, lo- I love it when I like see my husband in a suit and I hear him on the phone being like, down the phone to people because I'm like, oh, that's like powerful. So is power good? I in, am drawn pow- to power over like, uh, no offence, like a little Essex boy that's had fake tans in his... I yeah, got yeah, threaded. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Like, I'm not that into hurt. that at all. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, it's true, though. I don't want some guy that, like, is just looking amazing. It's got yeah. no personality well, that spends more time in the bathroom. That spends more time in the bathroom than me. I want, like, yeah. a real man that's, like, rugged and powerful and that, like, doesn't thread his eyebrows yeah, and that's, yeah. like, got, like... I don't know, I've never but gone there will to be, but, there, guys, but there's a lot of women that do want that. Isn't it? Do you think? Yeah, because if you look at like Love Island, like all those blokes are like that, aren't they? Mm, yeah, but true. don't you think yeah, that's yeah, just true. so manufactured? Mm-hmm. I just think that's so manufactured. Yeah, but those blokes are getting loads of women outside of Love Island, aren't they? Yeah, but it's not sustainable. But there is mm. power, but but I think you'll find that there is a form of power there. Because celebrity fame. is a form of yeah. power, mm-hmm. and it's also wealth these days. If you're you know, on the Instagram, but I mean, just blokes that look joke. like that <laughs> who are on Love Island. You're like, I will guys... drink in this glass of protein because I get five <laughs> fucking care for it afterwards. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Let me wank you off in an Uber. Um, <laughs> can I ask what is what do you mean by power? Like, is it just like a businessman sort of power, or is status, it like a... well, status yeah. or wealth? Okay, status or wealth. Yeah, yeah. I'd say like. And presence. So, like, I like, like, you know, like, 
someone that's got presence that yeah. start, that so some of it is personality. And you, I bet you spell presence two ways at Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> but is power always good in the sack? Couldn't a guy be really powerful, wealthy and interesting and then just be like a function pumper? Does that, does that matter? Function pumper. <laughs> you know, like a cow attached to a milking thing. <laughs> or, um, or does a powerful men tend to be good in the sack? Is I there a link? they tend to be good in the sack because they're confident. Yeah. Do you know what it's for me? It's not, it's confidence. Yeah. yeah. Like, and I think you don't have to be the loudest in the room for me to go oh you're confident right, but having yeah. like that just being self-assured and confident and knowing yourself I find that attractive I find yeah, the, co- the confidence attractive and so that's what would attract me as well and I think if you've got that and if you're happy within yourself it's ultimately happiness as well right someone that's happy within themselves is more attractive because they seem just whole, like they're not broken. Yeah, yeah. confidence yeah. is sexy. And you know, you see any, any, any girl who is sort of confidently, com- sexually confident, yeah, is obviously more attractive because, and it's not just about yeah, but aesthetics. It's not, it's but not it, and no. I think that it's not it, just about aesthetics. Let's turn it round on the lads a second because what you said is, is admirable, and it's certainly the way I think. <laughs> I, I find a sexually confident woman in a, a turn, a turn, and I do, and but most. Men have got a bizarre thing in their head, confident but not too confident. I'm mm. not giving it away on the first day. <laughs> Why, you bell end? <laughs> and, uh, yeah. and also, let's be honest, there's a lot of men who aren't attracted to power, who don't want a woman that's wealthy or powerful or got a high status. A lot of men can't handle it. Yeah. Could you handle it, Lou? Uh, I just couldn't. Honestly, be honest. Yeah, no, because I couldn't, because my, my, my wife is Scottish and, and like... No, she's never going to... Strong. Be, yeah, right. <laughs> You know, and she's... I remember her saying to me, she goes, you'd love to have a meek little girlfriend, wouldn't you? But I just, I, I just <laughs> wouldn't. Like I wouldn't because I couldn't... You're like, take your hands off my neck. But, like, but I, can't, I need that sort of stimulating conversation. Like, yeah. like, like you were saying, you're attracted to, you know, confident, powerful women. I've always yeah. gone out with Celtic women who have always got that. Celtic. Celtic. Yeah, I know, mate. Like, I'm strong. I'm from the I Isle of Man. It counts. Yeah, yeah. counts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I like. But I do like that. I like, I like confidence. It's. I, I find that. A term. Yeah, definitely. I find that. But a term. okay, then let's let's make it about something that in surveys maybe we're three unusual blokes. Men don't seem to like women that are, are wealthier than them. What the? Mm. What is going on there? Could you be attracted to a woman that was more powerful, more wealthy? Yeah. Higher status than you. And, yeah, if, you, and if your answer is yes, why do you feel so many men can't? Um, I think I could purely because it, it, it wouldn't affect how I felt about myself. As long as it didn't affect how I felt about myself, like, that's the main thing, isn't it? Like, if you, if, you know, I think that's the problem, though. Mm. So a lot of men are just insecure, basically. So a yeah. lot of men, like, if they're going out of a really powerful, uh, maybe rich, successful woman, it just makes them feel bad about themselves. But I don't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't feel bad about myself. So I'd be like, I'd be fine, I think. I think, yeah, I, mean, but I think if I wasn't earning anything yes and my partner was yeah i would not like that right Do you think, well, you i had a about, string of a boyfriends of before i got married right for some reason yeah. i don't know what happened to me but i went out with so after my divorce i went out with a guy that lived in east london in a hippie commune he didn't have a job he just smoked pot all day and then i went out with another guy he didn't have a job either he used to literally have to go out and sign on like every thursday mm. it Such was very limiting <laughs> and then um, another guy he had a job and then he lost his job so he had no job oh and then i went out with another guy the removal man and basically he then like had no job either like we went to amsterdam and he was like you get the flights and hotel and i'll pay for everything when we're there so it's pretty even split i was like okay cool so i booked it we got to amsterdam went to a customer and he's like oh can't get any money out so i i I went through like 
about four or five guys kind of dating flings that just had no money and they didn't care that I had more money than them and I was working I've like had businesses I was earning really good money they just didn't care that I was just and I didn't really care either that I was paying for everything and then I met my husband and I was like actually it's quite nice having someone (laughs) that pays something but that sounds like they're sponging off you like as long as it's a good balance you know like I wouldn't mind yeah yeah I think also, if you're sexual confidence. Sexual confidence, I actually appreciate because it's someone just. I haven't got any ideas. If they've got the ideas, that's great. Well, that's what that bit was for. I bloody, I kept looking at it. Was... <laughs> Absence versus solitude. Same similar area. There are certain people that they are all great at being in relationships, but are really good at being on their own as well. That like, doesn't struggle to. I'm going on away on business for two days. Part of me quite enjoys being mm. away in business. There are other people that hate it. I like being with my partner. I'm not her when I'm not with them. Where do you, where are you on this type of thing? I'm, I'm completely the opposite to my, my wife. My wife hates it. My wife's a twin, and, like, she cannot stand to be on her own ever. Where, like, oh, I love it. Like, if Alana's like, oh, I'm going away for a couple of days, are you going to be all right? I'm like, absolutely. And that doesn't mean I hate my wife. It's no. just I like but being some able to do are my own offe- thing. I love some it. people are offended by the notion of when you, I just love my own company. Yeah. I bounce mm. sometimes, not at first, it's different. It is a bit different when you've got kids, you do miss them a bit. But I'll bounce into a, a hotel, and I'm like... I'm actually going to do nothing later. I'm not even going for a drink after the gig. I'm going to sit here in the fluffy dressing gown, mm. watch Netflix on my own and speak to no one. I'm like, am I a psychopath? Is there something wrong with me? What about you, Steve? Yeah, you- I, quite, I, I definitely like my own space. And, um, I, but in terms of this, it, when that extends to being single or in a relationship, I, so I just came out of a relationship and I thought in my head, I'd be like, I'm going to love being single. It's going to be great. I'm going to be shagging around. I'm going to be, a, you know, do my own thing. I've got my own time and space. And now I'm like, oh, no, I need someone again. <laughs> I can't do it. I'm rubbish with being single. It's awful. So like, in some, I like my own space, but I don't want to have not the option to be with someone. Yeah, I meant more it, when you're in a relationship. <laughs> yeah. so you're loved up. You're a few months in. Honeymoon period finished. Are you more a kind of can't wait to be back together or do you know what, I really enjoy those days when I'm on my own? And my no, I definitely enjoy my own space and that's why our job is so good because we're regularly away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's forced time and, yeah, if they moan about it, you're like, oh, no, I've got to do this gig and help. Is this hand stroke, Colin stroke, Pithavillican? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Are you, I like... No, no, you've got a similar setup to me and Lindsay in the... Your fellas away all the time, yeah. so it's enforced. But if you could choose it, what would you choose? I would choose him to be away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah like for, for like a couple of nights a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's nice because I get to see my friends. I get to like miss him to some extent. Yeah. So when he comes home, I'm happy to see him. When we spend time together, we never argue because we're kind of got nothing to argue about, really, because we've not lived in each other's pockets. Mm, yeah. So I think it's healthy to be able to you know, be on your own and it's healthy to have your own friendships independently of your other half and it's good for them and then it's good to come together with friends and, as um, well. And what about girls that, that do say, you know, I just couldn't go out with you, you're standing to me, you know, spending nights apart, it's not right, we're in a relationship, we should be sleeping together. I just same, but can't do need, I just don't do needy. And, like, girl, girls that are like that or if they think that you're cheating when you, like, go away, it's just too much. I just, as a guy, if I was a guy and I had a girl like that, I couldn't be in that mm. kind of relationship. But some men are like that, aren't they, with girls? Mm. Mm. But that's just insecurity. It all boils back down to insecurity. 
Yeah. It's become about confidence. There's too many well. insecure people. But I think as well, like, you know, like my, I, I don't know about you guys, but like my wife or someone goes, oh, come on, let's go out with, with you were saying, like, bring friends together. She's like, oh, come on, we're going to go out with so and so and so and so and so and so. And I'm like, well, no, I just want to spend, I just want to go out with, with you for dinner. Yeah. And she's like, but spending, we know, we're spending time together if we're with other people. And I'm like, no, we're not. Like, because I'm like having a gay and stern. <laughs> <laughs> my wife is a little camp Scottish boy. <laughs> um, but, you know, and it's sort of like, and I, I find that, you know, as, as much we, you know, when I'm away, I then when I'm back, I do quite, quite want to spend her. a quality time. Time, yeah. But don't, don't, and this is awful, but don't you find, like, say it's date night and you put time aside for two of you and you're both tired, if there are other people there, you sort of socialise better with each yeah. other because you, you yeah. could be going to display well, shows. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes if you're both knackered and you go out for dinner together and you're like, oh, my God, I can't think of yeah, anything no, to talk yeah, to. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is a yeah. disaster. Nope. I wish you'd gone to the cinema. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love yeah. going out with other people with partner because, yeah, you just put on a little show and like, we're always trying to be the funniest and, the, you know, the, get a good dynamic to well, you. No, you partner. sit there quietly. Wait, no, I sit there, I sit there quietly. Yeah, but then say something funny like little, <laughs> yeah, right. little but in your little unit with your yeah. the girl you're out with yeah it's like you're a double act yeah because I think it's that putting on the show bit that I don't mind, but then sometimes I'm like, I really can't be asked that with putting yeah. on the show But tonight. maybe you feel like you have to be like that because you're a comedian. Well, also I'm an impressionist and I'm always being other people. I know. Mm. <laughs> I bet you use that in the bedroom, don't you? Fuck me, Sean Connery. Yeah, yeah, that <laughs> reminds me Jamie Carlton. Well, Miss Money Bunny. My fan put my penis in. We've run out of time. Thank you. What an awesome, awesome, awesome show. Um, I think uh, just hunt for Louise, whatever complaints you've got, she'll happily receive them. No, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for coming on. Uh, Louise is this more an awesome lady auditor. Steve Bougier and Luke Kempner. This has been uh, Boys Don't Cry. I'm Russell Kane. Do hit subscribe if you've caught this as a one-off. There are loads of episodes in the first series to catch up on. Leave a review. We love the positive reviews, particularly for this one and these two. Please, no negative reviews, otherwise Steve will be bringing it to me and beating me with it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks very much, and we'll catch you again next time. Goodbye! Bye, it's been <laughs>